Welcome to NIL Undressed. I'm your host, Ryan Schaffner and Cheney Robinson. Hello. Today we have a really cool guest. When people try and learn and piece together, you know, what NIL is, they go to the magical world of the internet, social media, news sites, and largely they see information about kids just signing the big deals and being an influencer, which is really only a small piece of the overall landscape. So what our guest today, uh, basically him and his partner said, hey, we're going to fix that. We need to become the go-to outlet to share NIL information. And with a decade of journalism experience and previous work featured in uh, NJ.com and Fox News Digital, he's the co-founder of the NIL deal, Dan Canova. Dan, welcome to NIL Undressed. I'm excited for this conversation. For sure, Ryan. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it, Ch- Cheney. You as well. So, looking forward to dive into the space and uh, have a nice conversation with you both. For sure. Awesome. All right. So, I got to ask to start it out. What got you into media and journalism in the first place? And then, what is it about NIL that that you and your um, business partners, co-founders, said, "Hey, we need to do something about this, and we need to go all in and create our own our own deal." Yeah. So when I was in college, I, I, you know, when I first entered, entered the college space, like many 17, 18 year olds, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. You know, I was, I always knew I wanted to work in sports. I was an athlete my whole life. I played baseball throughout high school, started in T-ball, um, played soccer, played a little basketball and football as well. So I always knew I wanted to work in sports. Um, so I attended Kane University. I started off as an athletic training major after having a couple classes and uh, that industry, I just, I just knew it wasn't for me. Um, I didn't want to be on the field. I didn't want to tape ankles and do things like that. And um, so I switched to physical education. And then I took a class or two in that. And I was like, I don't know if I want to work in a school my whole life and, and, and have to, you know, and, and be in that, you know, atmosphere um, for my career. And then uh, I took a public speaking class. Um, I think it was like my sophomore year, spring or fall semester. I, I don't really remember exactly, but um, we had to obviously put presentations together. And a, a lot of my presentations revolved around sports at the time. Who was the greatest quarterback ever? Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. And at that time, I made the case for Peyton Manning, but that was before Tom Brady ended up with seven rings. And so, you know, I, I, we, we were doing things like that. And it just made me think like, wow, like I could see myself being in the media, um, you know, public speaking industry. Um, and then the rest is history. I mean, um, and in regards to NIL, um, I always knew I wanted to do something, you know, helping others. Um, I knew I, I could never be like a lawyer or a doctor or anything like that, or like, you know, being a teacher, just like I said, it wasn't for me either. So, uh, in regards to NIL, like, why not tell the stories of an industry I'm interested in? So, you know, it's an industry I'm an advocate for. I've always been a believer in uh, high school and college athletes making money. Um, so why not? You know, um, I look at it as like, hey, if I was a best-selling author in college and I wrote a novel and I could sell the book and make millions of dollars while being a college student, uh, why all these years couldn't athletes in high school and college you know, use their platform to monetize their name, image, and likeness. And um, it just never made sense to me. Um, so that's why I think I wanted to get in this industry. And now um, now that it's legal and and now that these athletes are able to capitalize, um, you know, at a young age, 
Um, I thought it'd be a good idea to cover the space. And um, my two partners and I collaborated on this uh, at the beginning of 2022 uh, when I was making a transition um, from the full-time jobs. And, um, you know, website came together, logo came together, put together my team of freelancers and one thing led to another. And here we are now, you know, about almost a year later uh, since we launched, we, we started writing content in July of last year soft launch in september and um and then that hard launch in october and we've been um you know landing great interviews and a lot a lot has been coming together and just meet meeting people and networking networking with people in the industry like yourself you know so this is where i am today yeah that's very cool i mean i think there's a good lesson in there right for all these college uh students and student athletes that go in to college right and they think hey i'm a freshman i'm gonna declare a major and that's what I'm going to stick with. And that's what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. It was a, for you, it was, Hey, I've got this idea of what I want to do. And there was some trial of, of different uh, scopes in the industry until you really realized, Hey, this is, I could get my arms around this and I could do this for the rest of my life. So sure. and, and I'm, a, I'm a believer in trial and error. I think uh, failure is the best way for growth. Um, you know, making mistakes, learning, um, that's, what's worked for me. Um, you know, I was never afraid of hearing no. I've been told no thousands of times, just like everyone else. You know, the greatest athletes ever have been told no, and the greatest people, and uh, you know, I'm sure uh, people that had the greatest inventions ever. You know, Walt. They always say like Walt Disney got turned down many times, and whoever invented Coca-Cola got turned down many times. So you hear all these great feel-good stories, and I'm not saying that we're going to take that the NIL deal to that level, but. Um, you know, it was, it was just an idea and and here we are now and we're just running with it, you know? Very cool. Well, you've seen, since that time, you've seen tons of stories. Uh, you've, you've read about, you've interviewed all different types of athletes. What are your top three NIL stories over the time period that you guys have been in operation? For sure. Um, number one, I think hands down, um, the most important stories um, one of the most important star stories um, so far in the NIL space, I think, revolves around women's basketball and what LSU's uh, Angel Reese and Iowa's Caitlin Clark did for the game this past season. Uh, they took the tournament by storm. They capitalized on their brands and they really turned women's college bas basketball into something special. You know, for the first time ever, we had two programs who never made the finals make it. Obviously, LSU came out victorious and they look like they're building again to try to have that, um, you know, get get back to the final next year with the addition of Haley Van Leith from uh, uh, Louisville, who transferred over. So um, I think that's got to be, in my opinion, the biggest story so far is what those two in particular have done for the uh, the women's game. And then on the men's side of things as well, um, you know, uh, we had four teams. Um, make obviously the final four and none of them were top three seeds. That's the first time in tournament history. So I think overall, the number one story has been parody in college sports. Um, I think it's been great. Um, you know, college basketball is as wide open as wide open as it's ever been. And then you look at college football, you see Arch Manning, Peyton and Eli Manning's nephew. Um, he decided to attend Texas. And, you know, you think like, when was the last time the Longhorns were relevant? Probably when like Vince Young was playing. So I think... Yeah. That's a great story to keep an eye on. Then you see Caleb Williams and what he's doing at USC and they haven't been good since the Reggie Bush and Matt Leinart days. So I think we're just seeing a lot of parody and 
And that's that's what we want to see in sports. Now we're seeing it at the NBA level with you know the, the eight seed Miami Heat um, on the brink of making the finals, and then um, you know, and then you have the Lakers, the seven seed as well, but the Denver Nuggets who never made the finals before. So that's what we want to see in sports. We want to see new stories. That's what I root for. People ask me, um, you know, I'm not. They ask me well, who I'm a fan of. I grew up a, a diehard Mets fan. I'm still a Mets fan to this day. Uh, I was a big Colts fan and loved Peyton Manning growing up, but. Um, I, I, and, and then obviously in soccer, I'm a big soccer guy as well with, with my family coming from Italy. So I root for like the Italian national team in the world cup. And that's just something I grew up, uh, grew up on. But, um, when people ask me like, who are you a fan of? Like, I'm a fan of good stories and I root for like, I root for players, you know, I, like that changes every year. Like, you know, now you see in, in the NBA with Nikola Jokic and what Jamal Murray's doing, then you see Jimmy Butler with the Miami heat. So, so just found a professional aspect you know, it's just that that's that's what makes sports great, you know, and 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 from a college perspective, I think that that's been the number one story. Um, number two, I think um, even though it is a negative and unfortunately, you know, we have bad apples here and there. But I think what happened with um, the former NIL collective of Florida, the Gator Collective and how they reportedly offered Jaden Rashada, four star quarterback, 13 million dollars over four years to attend the university. I think that was one of the biggest stories um, early on. It obviously made national news for a reason. So I think it set the tone for collectives, how they would operate with universities. Uh, people view it as a negative, but um, I like to try to look at it as like half glass full. Um, I think a lot of good came out of it. Um, and I think a lot more good will come out of it as the industry continues to develop. So like, obviously since this is a new space, there's so many things that need to be ironed out. And I think that situation has certainly set the tone for how collectives are operating with universities and things of that nature. And I think there's still a lot more that's going to happen. There's obviously still more negative things that are going to come out. So we'll see, you know, and then, um, and then number three, uh, I think you just look at a lot of handful of stories. You know, you look at the Popeye's meme kid, you know, he's get, he gets in the Super Bowl commercial, uh, the impact. Miami booster John Ruiz has had on the hurricanes and their athletic programs, you know, from the women's basketball team, making a, a late run, the men's basketball team made a late run and we'll see what football brings next year. But even athletes, you know, having the ability to move around with the transfer portal, you know, all these years, college coaches, you know, they, they made a crazy run in the NCAA tournament. And then the next year they leave and go for a better opportunity and get a better job. You know, why can an athlete do the same thing all these years? Or maybe, you know, the, the school that they originally commit to, uh, maybe it just wasn't a fit and they want to go elsewhere after a year. So um, I think just a lot of that happening has been great. Um, you know, people automatically assume NIL would only favor the biggest athletes in college. And I think another story that we see that's been great are the unexpected athletes. You know, you see gymnasts like Livy Dunn from LSU, Suni Lee from Auburn. Um, we did a story with John Seaton. Uh, he's an offensive lineman, defensive lineman from uh, from Elon University. He has over a million followers on TikTok, and he like embraces his like big guy mantra. And you see stories like that, and um, I think they the pros definitely outweigh the cons so far, and what we've seen in NIL for sure. Yeah, for sure. And so, I mean, I think you mentioned the women's basketball. I, I, you know, I probably up until this year haven't watched a ton of the women's tournament. Tune in now, you know, the championship, the final four. But it, this was some of the most exciting basketball I have ever watched. I mean, it was team ball. 
it was fast paced. It was, it was extremely exciting. So, I mean, I think I would agree with you. I think the number one is, you know, the, the, I'd say one, two, you know, the parody and then the women's bat, what it did for some of these ancillary, you know, what has been viewed ancillary sports, bringing them into, into attention and parody. I mean, don't forget TCU, right? I mean, of course, yeah, who, thought, who thought of them? And so the com- combo of NIL and transfer portal, I think is doing the, the knock and the worry from the traditionalist had always been, you know, these guys, big boys are going to dominate and it's going to, you know, everybody else is going to be left out in the dust and and you hit it on the head. I mean, you look at just football alone, right? TCU making the national championship game, but then the, the men's and, and women's final four, I mean, the ability to move and, and to capitalize on their efforts, um, you know, I, I think uh, I, I would, I would agree. It's, it's been great. For sure. I completely agree. Absolutely. Dan, man, I appreciate you being on the show. Wanted to ask you, and you've kind of alluded to this already, but has NIL evolved in the time that you've been in it the way that you thought it would? Um. So in, in my, I guess in my brain, uh, NIL is making, in my opinion, it's making a great impact for high school and college athletes. I mean, we, we recently interviewed, uh, Jamal Sheed. I don't know if you guys were able to check out the story, uh, human, uh, Houston men's basketball player. And he told one of our writers, Dan stack that, you know, throughout the course of the season, he was paying for his parents to come to his games. And then you look at Anthony Leal from Indiana men's basketball. And there was a whole story about that, how he paid off his sister's student loan debt. And, I think NIL is, and I, and I know you alluded to this before. Um, I view it too, also as like a a entry level, like internship, like you know we're preparing our future generations for the real world. And I think NIL is a great tool for that. You know, how many athletes? I know you, Ryan, you're a financial guy. How many pro athletes do we see go broke? You know, once they make it to the professional level because they never understood at a young age, how, what was money? And, and that, yeah, that's, that's off the charts. Yeah. You know, and then once they saw millions, it's like, they didn't know what to do with it. You know? So how isn't this a good thing? You know, we're, we are setting our future kids up for success at a younger age, teaching them at a younger age, learn, making those mistakes, networking, meeting people, um, things of that nature. And, and, you know, a, a large majority of these kids, you know, won't go pro. So, you know, what are they doing to set themselves apart? when they enter the real world. And honestly, I think it's evolving better than I thought to answer your question. I just hope these politicians don't ruin it for the kids. Um, it's way above my pay grade. Amen. I don't want to get too deep into it. It's way above what I have to offer. But um, honestly, I don't think they should do anything. I think they should let it be. Let them learn. Let these kids make mistakes. Again, like I said earlier, failure is the best way to grow. Um, and you rather them learn at 18, 19, 20, 21 years old, get familiar with themselves, with building themselves and their brands, and, you know, allow, allow them to make these connections. And why are we going to put a cap on that? Why are we going to put laws and, re- and rules and legislation and re- all, all these kind of big words that honestly, I'm not even familiar with, to be completely honest with you. Why are we going to try to create laws around this? Uh, yeah. Just doesn't make sense to me, you know? Yeah, yeah I agree. You know, it, it's, it's what a lot of people don't understand is the life of even that college athlete 
is so regimented. It's they've got, you know, not only school and yes, these kids do go to class uh, and and they are, you know, getting an education and, and all that sort of thing. But then they have practice and they're limited in how much time they can practice officially, but that doesn't stop them from doing, you know, team workouts uh, individually or watching game film or having to go to these training sessions. And then, you know, they do have a social life and they've got all this stuff that doesn't give them an opportunity to have the traditional internships like a lot of the non-student athletes do. And so you hit it on the head. I mean, giving them this little gateway to where now they can create opportunity and experiment and trial and error to try and create something and go through that learning process, like you said earlier on, where, hey, I think I want to do this. Let me give it a shot and let me try. And if it doesn't work, maybe I find out a little bit more about what I want to uh, want to achieve. So, yeah, man, you nailed it on that one. Yeah, and they can utilize NIL, whatever industry that these athletes, you know, again, what is it? One, two, three percent of athletes go pro. So the other 97% of them, they could get into industries that they might want to work in later on in their career and get familiar with people, make those connections, network, and then ultimately land the job. You know, maybe they want to be entrepreneurs, maybe they want to be a business owner. So learning that at a young age, setting them up for success, teaching them about finances and financial literacy. Um, to me, the pros just far outweigh the cons. Obviously, everything in life has cons. You can look at anything, you know, there, there's maybe a con about us doing this podcast right now. Some I can't think of one, but, you know, there's probably a con about that. But there, there, there is. And, and to me, the pros far outweigh it. And a lot of these old school minded people, I just hope they don't ruin that. You know, I hope they don't ruin what NIL is and what it was meant to do and, and things of that nature. Yeah. Any surprises about NIL that that uh, caught you off guard? We want to thank our sponsor, Success Beyond Game Day. For many athletes, the last safe place was the locker room. They could be themselves and not be judged. Success Beyond Game Day creates a locker room community for athlete development. Partnering with individual athletes, high schools, athletic departments, college and pro teams on building their brands, understanding name, image, and likeness, how to get deals, and personal finance, all while leveraging a proprietary assessment that identifies core skills that athletes can leverage to create a competitive advantage, all while creating an environment where athletes can connect to push each other to greatness. Check it out at www.successbeyondgameday.com. Yeah, honestly, um, when NIL became legal, um, and I don't know if you're going to agree with me on this, but I thought it would only favor the top athletes in the top sports, you know, your quarterbacks, your running backs, wide receivers, your stars on the men's basketball teams and things like that. I didn't think it would have such an impact um, on the women's sports and athletes. Like I mentioned, Libby Dunn, and, uh, who is a gymnast and Suni Lee, who's also a gymnast. And then you see these women's basketball players, you know, that's definitely the biggest surprise to me. Um, but after chatting with a few agents and, and getting there, picking their brain about the industry, they say some of their best clients are female athletes when it comes to growing their brands. You know, you look at Angel Reese and what she's able to done um, over there at LSU, Caitlin Clark, Libby Dunn, uh, Emily Cole, I know is a big one from Duke, um, a track star um, athlete. So many women, you know, they're just killing it. And uh, I admit, like, that's been the biggest surprise to me. I thought it would tailor more towards the, the bigger sports, the bigger athletes. Um, 
you know, and this is a great thing. I'm not trying to say, oh man, like this is, you know, this is a great thing that um, it's, it's so versatile and it's, it's able to impact so many people on so many different levels. You know, it's not just impacting the quarterback of Alabama. It's also impacting a gymnast from LSU and from Auburn, uh, amongst others. And then, like, like I mentioned earlier, John Seaton from Elon University, small school, you know, some school you never really heard too much about. And then him as an athlete, you probably never heard too much about, but you know, he's, he's telling it, um, with his game as well. So I think that's been for sure, in my opinion, the biggest surprise. I did not expect to see, uh, you know, women's sports and then a lot of the lower level sports take off like it has. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, I think just to dovetail on that, the, how these athletes, and I think of specifically like a Livy Dunn, Mm-hmm. Uh, who has had her fair share of of haters come after her, right? And we hear all the time that these future generations and and you know how we're you know they 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 can't measure up and you know what are we going to do and all that. But to see how someone like that who has hasn't really had the training on how to handle that big pushback and being you know being attacked and the haters how they actually handled those situations, right? Because they didn't get a practice round on it. It was it was live right away. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think they've handled it beautifully um, with class and they didn't, you know, they didn't uh, take it personally. They stayed above board. And I think that, you know, across all these athletes, that's really surprised me and and helped you know encourage me uh about all these you know experts that tell us about these future generations so i agree and uh, again uh going back to what i said just a few minutes ago i think the pros far outweigh the cons and she's a superstar in her own world everything that she's doing to to build her brand because one day her collegiate career is going to be done and what is she doing to set herself up for the next stage in her life? And, you know, I wish, you know, I'm 30. I just turned 30 last June. So I'm going to be 31 in a month. And, you know, I wish I had that guidance. You know, I came to, uh, you know, my parents came here from another country. So they weren't familiar with a lot of, um, you know, doing things in our country. And I wasn't taught about financial literacy at a young age and investing in the stock market and investing in real estate. I was just taught to save money and, you know, and, you know, eventually one day you could buy a house and, you know, do this and that. But like, I wish at 17, 18, 19 years old, I was a little bit more informed, especially about like, you know, investing in the stock market and things like that. And now these kids and future generations, this is what what I mean by, hey, me giving back and and getting into a field and into an industry where I feel like we're telling those stories and, you know, you have other people that are going to be looking up to them older and younger um, and, and what these athletes are doing. And, and I think this is, I just think it's a great thing. I really do. Yeah, I, I agree. So to me, um, you know, NIL is, and we discussed this, so I know we agree, is that entrepreneurship opportunity, right? And and you know, as being part of that startup, that there's challenges that you face. And many of these athletes, um, they're experiencing the ups and downs. They're trying to get NIL opportunities. What have been the biggest challenges you have in rolling out the NIL deal and how have you tackled them? 
Yeah, I mean, running a website, definitely. You know, I have experience working, you know, for Fox News Digital, worked for NJ.com. I was a sports editor at the Jersey Journal, which is Hudson County uh, newspaper here in New Jersey. Um, St. Peter's Prep, Minka Fitzpatrick went there. So there was there was a lot of great schools um, that I worked with there. So, I mean, I, I have had my fair share of experience, no doubt about it, all throughout my 20s. But Definitely like being one of three running a website is no easy task, uh, especially since I have a full-time job, as I mentioned earlier, and working in sales and and then, you know, operating the website on the side. Um, thankfully, we have a fantastic team of freelancers. Um, I have two partners who believe in the platform and what we have to offer. And I really do think it could be something special, but um, we want to continue to work with universities, collectives, boosters, marketplaces like Open Doors, Mogul, Influencer, Market Price, and, and of course, the student athletes. You know, we want to continue to tell their stories so, you know, fans of these athletes can learn more about them off the field, off the court, learn about what they're investing in, decisions that they're making to better themselves as people. And I think it's um it's very motivating. You know, think about it. You're a young middle schooler, high schooler. You're a fan of North Carolina basketball, and you see the success that Armando Baycott is having in the NIL space. And he's literally coming back for a fifth year because he knows it's more beneficial for him to stay at North Carolina than go play in the in the G League in the NBA. So you know what these athletes are doing, what they're doing in their communities for their families. You know, like I mentioned earlier, Jamal Sheed from Houston. You know, for just paying for his family to come see his games. You know, I mean, I, I remember at a young age playing little league baseball, playing throughout high school. All you wanted was to see your mom and dad in the stands, you know, rooting for you and watching you. So even at the collegiate level, you know, he's able to do that because, you know, obviously you're traveling more across the country and things like that. So it's just inspirational. And I think everyone can learn from that, especially the next crop of fans that are coming up, the next athletes, the future generation. So I think it's just going to be such a great learning tool. And, you know, we, we've had our challenges so far, um, but you know, we're, 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 we're grinding and literally taking one day at a time. And, and, um, you know, we we just want to continue to tell these awesome stories about, um, these college and high school athletes that are, that are, that are making the difference, you know? Absolutely. So Dan, who, who's your biggest competitor and what is it that is your differentiator? Um, you're saying like competitor in the NIL space, like in media yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously, we know who the, um, who the competitors are. Um, no, I just try to I just try to to worry, just focus on. I know it's a cliche thing. I know athletes say it all the time, but literally just focus on what we're doing. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm not trying to worry about what everyone else is doing. We're just trying to focus on what we are doing as a as a as a website. You know, as we continue to build. And who we continue, you know, I, I I just want to worry about what we can control, you know, and what I can control, what our team of writers can control, what my two partners can control. We could just continue, we could just control, continue to grow the website, continue to build connections in the industry, and um, you know, continue to build those partnerships and continue to be a go-to source for this space and in this industry. That's that's what we're focused on. Um, you know, you, you look at other websites, obviously, you know. Everyone covers the NFL, ESPN, NFL.com, CBS Sports, Fox. Everyone covers the NFL. We think we got in at a great time where NIL is still on that ground level. You know, the foundation is still being built up. So we feel like as NIL grows, which is what we're obviously hoping for, 
we're going to continue to grow with on NIL as well. So that that's what we're focused on. I know it's cliche, and I know as a journalist, I always used to get annoyed when the when the athletes would say the same cliche thing, like, you know, one day at a time, one game at a time. But it really is true. I mean, you know, yeah. the, the, the NBA, the semis right now, you know, both teams are down 3-0, and, you know, they're they're – they can't worry about winning four games at once. They literally have to worry about winning one game at a time. And that's what we're focused on. We're worried about one day at a time, one story at a time and, and focused on continuing to build our brand for sure. Yeah. I think, you know, you say cliche answer, but I think really what it shows us is how much of athletics really transitions to real life and having this as, you know, as former athletes and coming up as athletes, having that mentality built into you, it sets you up to be able to, as you roll out as, you know, leave competitive athletics and, and you roll out into, you know, the real world, that mentality on how it can help you just tackle day-to-day life and business challenges and personal challenges and all of that type of stuff. And how, and I think that's probably why we're seeing a lot of the success with these athletes uh, is because they're just adapting that athletic mindset to real world situations now, and we're seeing them thrive. So I think that's a you know a great example of of uh, you know of of just how athletes are set up for just huge success down the line. I mean, think about it. think about how much you know in athletics and sports transfers over to the real world. You know, I was an athlete. I don't know if you guys played sports or not. I'm, I'm assuming you did. Um, you know, like I remember just playing in high school and baseball and, you know, it's different, but it's also the same, you know, leadership skills, um, collaborating as a team, working together. There's so many things that are a part of athletics that transfer over into the real world when working for companies and working in business and things of that nature. So, I think sports is is huge, and I think this is only going to benefit and enhance that for sure. Yeah, agreed. All right, so what can we expect? You know, without giving away any secrets, and and uh, oh, but if you want to give away the secrets, you know, we're happy to break them here. But uh, what can we expect from the NIL deal in the next you know twelve to fifteen months? Uh, again, I uh, <laughs> I love I love I, I love to think about the future. Um, it's hard not to, you know, I'm getting married in September, 2024. I've been with my fiance now for coming up on five years. And you think about things like that. And it's so exciting to get excited about wedding and this and that and potentially kids in the future. But, you know, I'm in no rush. I'm focused on one day at a time, even, even with that aspect in my life, because, you know, why, why am I going to look so far ahead that you're going to miss out on all the fun and opportunities and the journey along the way? And I kind of view it as this, the same way with the website. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to think about 12 to 15 months from now because so much can change from now till then. I want to enjoy the journey along the way and enjoy working with the group of people that I have and enjoy working with my two partners and, and, and enjoy growing this website. And, you know, there's so many things in my personal life that's going on. That's one of them. And, um, you know, j- just being my friends, family, and just literally, you know, and, and, and great piece of advice. My cousin always ran that piece of advice by me. And he was a, a really good basketball player. He played for Bloomfield High School in New Jersey. And his, his head coach said to him his senior year, one of his, his last games that he played, 
simple advice, live in the moment. And, um, you know, it, it, that's, that's something that you can always, you could take with in every aspect of your life is literally live in the moment. It's so hard to do because so much of our world is predicated on what's next. What am I doing tomorrow? What am I doing Wednesday? What am I doing Thursday? What am I doing later this afternoon? Where literally we should really truly as a society be focused on the moment and living for today and not worrying about what is, we got a plan for tomorrow. We need to set goals for tomorrow. I'm not saying that I don't do that. Trust me, I'm always thinking ahead of time, but um, my goals and, and, and our goals as a website, you know, well, we obviously want to continue to grow and, 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 and continue to write great content and continue to be a, a viable source in the space where people can come to our website and learn about what these athletes are doing in, in the NIL space. But I don't know. We, 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 we really don't know. And that, that's why I think, cause like I said, so much could change within a year, within, within a couple months. So I'm literally just focused on, you know, one day at a time where we, as a website are just, focused on, uh, on one day at a time and just continuing to write good stories. And, and hopefully the rest will take care of itself for sure. Very cool. Love it, Dan. Hey, thank you for spending some time with us. Tell people how they can get a hold of you. Yeah. I mean, uh, our Twitter handle at the NIL deal, um, you can find us on LinkedIn, the NIL deal. And then um, my own personal Twitter page is at Dan Canova. And then um, our website is NILDealNow.com. Um, check out our latest news um, and feel free to reach out at dan at nildealnow.com. That's my email. If anyone has any good stories to share, um, anything interesting in the NIL space, we're always looking to tell those stories for sure. Awesome. Thank you for joining us on NIL Undressed. As always, every like, subscribe, and share is greatly appreciated.